Hey everybody, welcome to the first and the inaugural episode of Nerdacy. This is the name we ended up deciding on after all of your votes and everything. Thank you for casting them. I am one of the esteemed co-hosts, Lane, joined here by my other esteemed co-host, Anthony. Hello everybody, my name is Anthony, and um, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this, and I'm very excited to be the co-host of Nerdacy. So, you're probably all wondering... Why the name Nerdacy? We'll get into that. So the main thing that we're going to be talking about, and if you didn't read the podcast description, because no one ever really does sometimes, is the main thing we're going to be talking about is all things nerd. So anime, comics, video games, manga, anything entertainment related, anything nerd related, that's going to be talked about on this show. We're going to talk about it. We're going we're gonna to talk about our likes. We're going to talk about our dislikes. We're going to be controversial because this very first episode, we're going to have some controversy probably between us because we do not know each other's answers and we don't plan to know each other's answers until the show. So again, this is how the show is going to work. It's just going to be me and Anthony talking with each other, hanging out. We're going to have a guest host here and there for special topics, but thank you all everyone out there for listening and joining us to the, for this episode. And so, Anthony, why don't you take it away um, and tell us what got you into um, nerdacy, so to speak. So what really got me into nerdacy, I've always been a nerd, but what really got me into anime, per se, was actually I have my younger brother to thank for that because when we were very little, I was teaching my brother how to play Street Fighter 2. He was the only person around for a while at the time. And so, of course, um, I wanted somebody to play my video games with. And so I taught him how to play Street Fighter. So back in the VHS days, uh, my mother and I, my brother, we were at a Walmart. And my brother saw Street Fighter 2, the animated movie on VHS. Now, I was confused because there was a Street Fighter cartoon that came on one of the local channels. And it was just a regular goofy cartoon, a goofy version of the Street Fighter characters. But Street Fighter the game never struck me as a goofy cartoon. But it was what it is. So then um, my brother, we bought the anime and I watched the animated movie and I realized there's something different about this art. There is something totally different about it to where it was just cutting edge. Um, They had language in it, it had cursing in it. Um, It had the soundtrack was done by Korn, which is one of my favorite um, albums back in the day, the first Korn. That's how I first got introduced to Corn. That's Corn with, with the K, right? Yeah, Corn with the K. So um, I used to love a song by them. It was a remix by them and somebody else. But that's for another time. Well, I was not used to seeing, you know, an animated movie not only with language, but then it was also <laughs> pretty violent. And actually, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, has one of the best anime classic fight scenes, which is between Chun Li and Vega. Um, and that got pretty violent. So. And I've won that fight many, many, many times. But that was the first time I ever seen something like that. And um, Street Fighter, the animated movie, has some borderline nudity in it. Whereas you get to see everybody's favorite fantasy female fighter, Chung Lee, somewhat half naked. So uh, that was my first time into anime. And then um, I'm not going to take too much longer here. I'm going to kick it back over to Lane in a minute. Thank you, Tom. But um, I met a friend of mine in um, high school. A fresh, as a freshman in high school, and we were talking about Street Fighter, the animated movie. Around that time, I realized there was something different about the art, like Dragon Ball Z. I ran across that. Or even Sailor Moon. I ran across that a couple of times. But then um, my friend was talking about, well, there's animes out there that are more cutting edge than that. So, and keep in mind, this is back in the VHS days, so the blockbuster I lived near did not have this movie called Ninja Scroll. And we had to drive across town. My mother had a meeting somewhere. At some kind of teacher's conference. So the blockbuster was in this town. And she decided, I'm going to go ahead and let you rent this movie. Now, of course, my mother did not understand. She thought it was just a cartoon or some animated movie. But for some reason, it had YRB. And for those of you who don't know what that means, back in the VHS days, youth-restricted viewing is what that meant. So I rented Ninja Scroll. I popped it in. I started watching it. And within the first five minutes of that movie, I don't know, my mouth dropped like Sebastian off The Little Mermaid. And... <laughs> It stayed dropped throughout that entire movie. Because even though I was used to the blood, the violence, and uh, all I saw nudity-wise was maybe a back, you know, and shoulders. That was it. 
But this movie had full on nudity. Boobs everywhere. 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 And the violence was 20 times worse than anything I've ever seen. And so that's how I got into um, anime. So my story, a little bit, uh, a little bit simpler. So I come from the millennial generation uh, easily enough. Um, so yeah, aging myself there just a little bit. Um, take that for what you will. I came into anime off of, and everybody ought to remember this, especially the older, uh, well, we'll say the oh yeah, the older millennials. Definitely not the 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 back end millennials as much, but um, or those who are right between millennial and uh, like that generation right after us. Is that Gen Z? Is that is Gen Z right after me, or is that uh, Gen Y? Not sure at this moment. I think it's Gen Z that's right after me. I think you might be right about that. Yeah. But anyways, so growing up, we had this uh, cartoon, this, excuse me, not cartoon segment, but it was a segment that came on Cartoon Network, rest in peace, um, that would come on. It was called Toonami. So most of you nowadays, especially you Gen Zers, if you listen, Toonami comes on only on Saturday nights. I think it still comes on on Saturday nights. I ain't watched Toonami in forever. But back in the day, Toonami came on Monday through Friday, and Toonami would start at 3 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, because that's when schools got out. So Toonami would come on 3 o'clock. You would have, uh, I can't remember the full lineup, but you had shows like uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Ronin Warriors for a while, um, until and it aired, they ran it twice. Maybe three times, actually. So, wow. we had... I'm sorry not to cut you off. I have a whole new level of respect for you. Ronin Warriors? All right, look. Ronin Warriors is my shit. We'll get Mine into too. that, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I love Ronin Warriors. So, I I would get home on the dot, riding the bus home from school. I'd get home right at 3.20. So, I'd miss that three between 3.20 and 3.40, depending on how many kids was on the bus that day. So I would get home and I would miss potentially the first, most likely I missed that first episode of whatever came on at three o'clock. That was fine. Well, then I would catch, I'd miss all, sometimes I'd get lucky, catch the full episode of whatever came on in the 3.30 slot. If I'm not mistaken, I think Sailor Moon uh, was the kickoff one at the three o'clock and then Dragon Ball Z was the 3.30 kickoff. I do remember at one point uh, the Big O, I remember it. It came on at one point, and it got pulled fairly quickly. I don't, I don't know. I think it was because the viewership of it died really fast. Because I remember as a young kid watching Big O, and I just kept watching. I was like, the robot's cool, but man, is this show boring. Now, as an adult, now I probably should rewatch it. I probably appreciate it more because I didn't obviously know what was going on. But that's where we got into it. So, now I'm really going to age myself on this. I figured out a trick to be able to watch what was in that 3 o'clock and 3.30 time slot without missing anything. And what I would do is I would take a VHS tape. Yes, a VHS tape. If you don't know what it is, kids, look it up. I would pop that in. Bus picks me up 7.15 every morning. I'd pop that VHS in, and it was like a 10-hour VHS tape. So I'd pop it in and I would hit record because this was before DVR. This was before the internet was even good. You couldn't even think about streaming something off. God, dial up. Could you imagine trying to stream off a dial up nowadays? Jeez, we'd be screwed. But I remember like I got smart and I figured out how to record on that VHS tape where I could watch all of those shows that I was missing. So I would do that every day, Monday through Friday, and I would record Eight and a half hours worth of all this crap that came on Cartoon Network just for roughly 30 to 40 minutes of a show. And then it just, I would come home. I would watch everything else in the Toonami slot because it went off at, I believe, five or six. And then after that, what I would do is I'd pop the VHS in. I'd fast forward through the first seven and a half hours and then watch those th- that hour I'd missed. And then I would pop the tape back in, rewind it, set it up for the next morning, and hit record and be ready to hit record when I walked out the door. That's how I got into it. Um, now, obviously, my generation grew up a little bit more. Um, 
not so sure about yours, Anthony. Maybe so. Y- y'all might have had the same as us, but we, uh, my mom grew up, uh, when I was growing up, my mom would always blame, like, me and my brother fighting on Dragon Ball Z. It had nothing to do with it. Yes, we tried to recreate it. Of course. I mean, I'm an adult now. I'm still trying to do a Kamehameha wave. You're not going to stop me. I'm going to try. I expect my son and any of my other children to try to pull it off. And I'm going to have a tear shed very silently and quietly so that when they first attempt it. And I'm, it's going to be the prou- one of my proudest moments as a dad. I'm going to be like, yes, I have succeeded. So life will be so much easier for you than it was for me, though. But growing up, we didn't have, you and I both, Anthony, we didn't have the luxury of how nerdism is today. Like, you you kept your nerdism under wraps. Like, you didn't tell nobody at school. You didn't tell your family. Like, you didn't tell nothing. Well, not to down myself at this point, but... You know, I was kind of naive in the sense of when I found something that I liked, I thought everybody could share that love for this art and would understand it. But um, I'm being 42, you know, in my generation, I got a lot of backlash. So, yeah, I get it. You probably had some hard times, especially with your parents blaming um, Dragon Ball Z on you and your brother fighting. But Oh, then Beyblade came out. Not the new Beyblade, the old Beyblade, you know, when they still made them out of metal and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Beyblade. Beyblade, Digimon, and Pokemon. Mm, when we found, when I figured I finally had to watch them and we got Dish TV, it was over. That was it. That was the end of it. Well, I hate to be that guy right now, but I'm going to have to be that guy that says, well, I'm sorry, but my pain is worse than yours. Because growing up, um, as far as recording, I didn't have Toonami until much later. And by the time I had Toonami, I was in college. Um... So after I really liked Ninja Scroll, I ended up when I was 17 getting a job at the, Chick- at the Chick-fil-A at the Galleria Mall. And um, there was a store, and a lot of people don't remember this store. It was based out of California. They had a lot of the stores in California, but you rarely found them in Alabama. A store called Suncoast. They sold unheard of movies. See, you go today, yeah, you go to Walmart head. or Best Buy or anywhere, they're going to have anime everywhere. But Walmart didn't even have that kind of stuff back then. So the only place I could get a foreign movie or something different than what was shown out here in America was Suncoast. And anime was expensive. So a lot of my money was going to $20 VHS. Yes, kids, $20 to $30 VHSs on anime. Shoot, I forgot how expensive them things were. They were very expensive. And they'd only have, like for Digimon or Pokemon, you'd only have three 30-minute episodes on it. And that was it. That's all, and that's all you got. So, I had a big fight. I broke, um, a, lot, I broke a lot of VHS tapes just rewatching stuff. <laughs> it was bad. I can imagine. Well, I ended up purchasing Ninja Scroll because Suncoast had it. And so, you know, my folks understood that, thinking, well, this is the only movie he wants. This is just another movie, and this is the only place that had it. So, it was no big deal. It was a big deal when my finances were being spent over and over and over to when I was spending hundreds of dollars on anime. And then my closet was filled with a bookshelf of anime VHSs. And so when my folks would ask, hey, um, where's your money going? You know, you had this much money this week. Why you don't have this money now? It was being spent on anime. And then the... um. Thing in high school that I faced was, like I said, anime had nudity, cursing, sex in it. But for the fact that anime had sex, everybody called it anime porn. So basically, um, my mother was a teacher in the um, county um, in middle school. And being in high school, people were spreading rumors about me saying that I was watching animated porn. And somehow when I got off the bus, you know, to go to the middle school because my mother was my ride home, of course... She had heard the rumor that I had been spreading um, anime porn around high school. So I'm like, you have gone with me to pick up these movies and stuff before. You were my ride at the time because I didn't have a car. So, you know, these are just movies just like anything else. And my mom didn't understand, you know, that um, the fact that she figured why a cartoon has cursing, has violence, has language, has sex in it. And she didn't understand that. Um, Which is so weird because, like, my parents would allow me to watch action movies that still had cussing and violence and language and like language cussing violence and nudity in them but when it came to something animated it was wrong for some reason 
Because and it I, made no sense why it was wrong. Now, you know, growing up, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, like, there's definitely things that you shouldn't watch. Um, like, for me, for instance, I, I've got a little boy, um, and there's things that pop up, and I'm just like, oh, yep, yeah, let me pause that, because it's just, it'll be something on there that's like, it'll be super violent, or it'll be super, and like, I don't bet these shows I watch sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, that looks cool. Let me just turn that on. I'll start watching it. And here he comes, and he'll just stand in the room, and he likes the bright colors of everything. He's he's little. He doesn't know anything that's going on. But he understand. he's to the age now where he's starting to understand things more. And so, like, I'll see him staring, and then, like, something, like, there, there was this one time, like, I did not know what was going on. This this whole anime, 11 episodes in, excuse me, 10 and a half episodes in, had been this kind of lighthearted, like funny, had been comical, hadn't been nothing. And then the neck, the, I mean, the literal second, like he just starts looking. All you see is this dude, like this one, this group decided to do something and they pissed off the main character. Main character was like, well, time to snap. And it had that little light come across the little screen where he snapped. And all he does is he cuts off her arm, cuts off her hand, walks up and just slowly stabs her in the neck. And it's just like, and my little boy is just sitting there watching. And I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? And he's just like enthralled by it. And then my wife just looks and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know it was going to do that. I didn't know. Well, but again, sorry, back to you. I, I went off on oh, a no, tangent we can there. go back and forth. So my situation is a little bit different because when I grew up, things were just kind of black and white to where what's for kids is for kids to what's for adults is for adults. Well, yeah, because so, we grew up in the Bible Belt, too. Like, the Bible Belt plays a main, played a major role in how we were brought up, too. Well, even when I was coming up, you didn't really have to worry about too many animated things being crazy. And that was actually unheard of. So right, and nowadays... Oh, God, nowadays. You have to do your research on everything. But see, my folks didn't have to TikTok. do that much research. So, we all knew cartoons, anything animated on, the kids can watch it. You didn't have to think about it. You didn't, Parents didn't have to worry about it. But, like, I was raised in a day when they wanted to watch an Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor movie. You know, that was where, okay, kids, go chill in your room or it's time for bed. And the adults are going to watch what the adults are going to watch. But if it was an animated thing, they didn't even worry about that. But I remember my mom's reaction. Like I said, Ninja Scroll was one of my favorite. But there is a scene where there is this 20-foot big guy. And he practically has this girl in his humongous hand. And he's basically stripped her naked with just a pinky. And he's licking her up and down, holding her by one leg, one foot, one arm, <laughs> one toe. Wrapping his tongue all around her whole body. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you the areas that he goes into. It's, so we're not going to go into all of that. We don't have to go into it. We know. We, we are not. Know. But my mom, of course, walks in on that scene. And she's like, what the... Because parents always do. Like, they always and you do. Couldn't ha- and you couldn't have like that previous channel button ready on that one. Like, it's a VHS tape. You don't get that luxury. It's just, well, this is how I die. Well, my mom was just like... I'll be back. What, <laughs> what the hell? No, she was like, what the hell is this? And she's like, what is this? And she's like, I mean, it was just, and I had to explain it from there. Oh, God. I mean, even back in my day, it got to a point to where, and this is where real nerdism come in. You know, you said cartoon and anime earlier. I was just thinking, I almost had a flashback. It's called Japanimation. That's what we called it before we called it anime. You know, I remember that term. It Japanimation. Yep, yeah, it was still around when I was coming up too, but it was much used much much rarer. But I remember that term. I mean, if anybody called, if we heard anybody in our high school called it a cartoon, we were like, "It's not a cartoon. It is called Japanimation." And then, and then we all finally learned it was called anime, and we we're like, "Oh, oh yeah." No, it was called Japanimation. Anime came later on, just to simplify. Now the thing about Toonami, though, Toonami actually. What uh, when everything was brought over from Japan to America, there is this notorious group called Four Kids. Everybody knows them. They would take the episodes and dub them, because that Four Kids was a uh, was like I think if I'm not mistaken, they were an offshoot of Funimation in America. And what they did was they dubbed the episodes, and then they made the episodes cleaner too. Like so, they would clean up like all the blood and the guts and. They would cut parts of uh, 
the easy, best one I can remember is uh, Dragon Ball. Very first episode of Dragon Ball is you meet Goku and Bulma, right? Right. Very first episode. <clears throat> Very first episode, like, Goku and Bulma go off on their adventure to start their adventure together. And Goku, who has lived by himself in the woods, a little uh, critter, whatever he was, he's living by himself. Bulma is like, got only panties on, and he's over there, like, you don't see that. And when it was on Toonami, he's slapping her like right in the crotch. And like, but you don't ever see that in tune on the Toonami version, the four kids version, because that's cut completely. All of that is cut. And so I rewatched Dragon Ball back in college and I was like, I don't remember this. Like I kept, I was like, I swear to God, I've never seen this scene before. And I've watched the beginning of Dragon Ball six or seven times because Toonami at that point, they didn't have a lot of animated shows, so what they would do is they would hit the repeat, the uh, restart button, especially like if the dub hadn't caught up yet. If the dub hadn't caught up, they hit that reset button and they go in right back to episode one, and then they just play it again from there. Well, not to get too off track, but you can't totally blame that on anime because I think over here we were doing it too, but we we're doing it with live action movies. Like I remember one time, and this is when the whole we in America are very prudish. Rated and unrated version came out, so. <clears throat> I was unaware when I first rented this movie, and I liked anything that Angelina Jolie was in. So when Gotta she came up with this, no, um, original sin. I don't think I've seen that. Well, that's probably a beginning Fifty Shades type of thing. Except uh, it's not Fifty Shades. It's just I've seen Fifty Shades. I mean, it's oh, it was. A, I mean, this was supposed to be. It was the original supposed to be graphic and everything. So I rented it, and Angelina Jolie was in it, and so I figured, okay. But the sex scenes were very disappointing or whatever, you know, to a degree of like, I don't see what the big deal was, is what I mean. Because everybody you know? overhyped it and overbuilt it up. Or like, it was like, well, it's all well, this and that and this. Hold on, wait a minute. I mean, what I saw was like PG-13 type of stuff. So I'm saying, right. why what was the hype? But then, annoyingly, I had rented the unrated version and me and a good friend of mine were watching it. And she and I were watching it, and um, and you were like, "Wait a minute, sex scene this one here." But then all of a sudden, it got very raunchy. Like it got very straight up, like not NC seventeen, NC seventeen, whatever you want to call it. And then when people were getting bent over the counters and everything, I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute, I don't remember this." <laughs> and so it got very graphic, and what I thought was a weak five minute PG thirteen love scene turned into a twenty minute porn scene. I said, I don't remember any of this. And that's when I looked at both copies. Original Sin. (laughs) Well, you probably can find only the version I'm talking about now. Since Mm, DVD stores very much still exist. And so does the internet. Well, I'm pretty sure somebody has it for free. Mm, I'm pretty sure I can find it on Reddit. You can find anything on Reddit. As I'm finding out now. Literally anything. Ignore that advice, kids. Don't go to Reddit. It's a terrible place. They're going to do it anyway. Oh, They're going to figure things out like we do. They have it easier than we did. Look, this generation is far more degenerate, degenerate, more degenerate than mine. More degenerate like, that's the word. That's it. There we go. Well, I had to put in the work. I had to really be extra, extra, extra sneaky. Now, see, I fell off um, of anime for a while, actually. So, uh, getting into middle school and high school, uh, obviously, like, at my generation coming up, it's, Go get good grades. Do all this. Do this. Do this. Go to college and get a good and get a degree and get a great job. Yeah, that's a lie. That, that was all a lie. Bastards. Damn political people just screwed everything of our generation. At least my generation with housing market crash. Everything. Yeah, we got screwed. We were taught wrong. Anyways, so going on through high school though, I got in all these extracurriculars. I got into band. And then after three years of band, I got into football. So I wasn't home in the afternoons anymore. But I remember when Toonami got cut and then it turned into Toonami got cut and then became the weekend show on Saturdays because you had uh, early Toonami on Saturday evenings. And then you had what was called late night Toonami, which I think was the start of Adult Swim, if I'm not mistaken. Right. It was because that's when Inuyasha would come on because it was bloodier. Um, Bleach would come on. Um, and a whole bunch of other, a whole slew of other shows would come on. I think Helsing actually came on that one too. I don't I don't remember them all, but I remember when Toonami moved to Saturdays. That's where I was introduced to uh, some of my favorite ones. Uh, there's one I have not finished to this day because for some reason Toonami pulled it after ten episodes, maybe twenty, because I kept because they would show 
It was the weirdest thing. They show episode nine. You would wait, wait a whole week and come back, and you'd be like, okay, I remember everything that happened in the last episode. And then for some reason, they showed episode 20 of it. The show was called Marching Awakens Romance or Mare. I have not finished it. It was one of my favorites. Well. But then they also had uh, Naruto and One Piece and uh, Dragon Ball GT. Boy, I am aging myself with these three. Like, those were the shows that were coming on at that time. Um, there was another one that was about racing robots. It was really weird. It was They were piloted robots, and they did this Grand Prix race thing. It was it was a really funky thing. Um, I watched it, but it was only because that was right between two shows, and I didn't want to miss anything. So I like made sure like I just stayed in my room and watched that because I didn't want something to slide by me. Gundam Seed was another one that came on, too. But all those stuff came on, and then you had other stuff like... Uh, more kid-friendly stuff is what I would say, like kind of replace the tsunami segment at the uh, on the midday show or the, the the midweek stuff. I cannot remember what the segment was called. I just remember it had a bunch of fucking fun, funky looking aliens. Whoo! I almost butchered that terribly. And I remember a show called Kolioko coming on. Um, that sound that opening intro just went way harder than it should have too. Um, and then there was another couple shows, but it definitely, it, and it didn't start till four because Toonami, they, I guess the executives of Cartoon Network learned most kids ain't home till like four o'clock. Well, I mean, we can say that, but, um, so growing up, it, it's a little bit different today than it was back then. Whereas nowadays everything's accepted. <clears throat> well, it's not about everything being accepted. It's just, everything is just out there. You well, know? nerd, being a nerd is a more accepting term now because Back in the day, like um, well, growing up, well, growing up where we grew up, where we grew up down here in the South, it was you're either an athlete, a cheerleader, or a nobody. Well, it's not even about you know what's well. That's what it was like for us, from myself growing up. Anyway. And it was like Maybe, it was the same thing with me. But what I'm saying is, so tsunami. If you had cable, you had to watch things on TV, but they still had to cut things. Now, if you wanted the real version, you had to go out and buy it. Right. It's just kind of like um. What's a good example? Probably don't even want to really use this example. So I remember Dragon Ball Z would have been a good one because the Dragon Ball Z you got on Monday through Friday was not the same Dragon Ball Z that would be on the VHS tapes because it had like all the blood and stuff. Like uh, I remember when the Saiyans uh, first invade Earth, Tien Shinhan loses his, I think, his right arm. I remember the Toonami version for when it first came out, like... There's no blood. He just loses the arm. And all he says is it'll grow back. Now, he still says it'll grow back. But mm-hmm. in the uh, on the VHS version, because I watched it at someone's house, the VHS version, you see that arm get like ripped off and the blood and everything come out. And you're like, wait a minute now. This is way different from what but I remember. But you had to go out and buy you it. You did. You had to go out and if you wanted to. Now, Digimon, Pokemon, and stuff like that, that was different. That was 100% for kids. Nothing changed with those. So I guess a good example of what I'm trying to use, the message I'm trying to put out about this is, so I'm into a lot of foreign films too that are live action, and I got into a lot of um, Hong Kong action, Kung Fu cinemas. You know, I'm a martial artist, and I love martial arts films. So there was a new DVD of a good martial arts movie coming out, and this is when Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon had stormed the world with this old school martial arts Kung Fu storyline ways. So, this movie decided to take a kung fu love story even farther. So, when you looked at the trailer on TV, it was, you know, you had your action scenes here. You know, you had the romantic, you know, boy loves girl scene. And you're thinking you're going to get something along the lines of Crouching Tiger. It's just going to be about the story, the drama, the visuals. So, then the internet around this time was coming into play. And even though I had to wait an hour to watch the trailer... I watched the trailer on the internet. Now, what the trailer showed on the internet was not only was this going to be a love story slash martial arts movie, this was borderline erotic, pornographic. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. This trailer's going south because it's showing some of the exact same scenes they show on TV, but then they're going into other stuff. And now, you know, on like on the first trailer on TV, you see the guy and the girl kissing. Right, and right, right. On the trailer on the internet, he has her bent over. I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to get into. 
But, you know, if you wanted to see the violence, if you wanted to see the uncut, if you didn't want anything cut out, you had you to go out and buy, buy it. it. You could not rely on Toonami. And you couldn't use internet because we all still had dial-up in early 2000s. I'll take it a step further. Even stores like Suncoast. That and sold- DVDs were so much more expensive. And so, they were rightfully expensive, though, because of how much better they were. VHS was worth, too. So let me get on this. So back in my Suncoast well, days. the DVD, though, like, you didn't run the risk because the VHS tape, kids, for listening, this is what happens. You could buy a brand new VHS tape. You could pop that thing in, and it could not work the very first time. And when you go to pull that tape out, it could get caught, and then that tape is gone. Well. DVDs, if you just scratched it, you were in trouble. But we all learned how to take care of them DVDs because our mamas would have whooped our ass when the things got scratched. Well, with VHS, I paid as much as $50, $60, close to $70 for just a VHS, but not at Suncoast. So if you wanted that old school, hardcore anime that even Suncoast didn't have, um, anime that wasn't over here in America yet, there was only one place that you could find it. And it was a place called Empire Comments back in my day. So Empire Comments, you know, it was a store behind the Summit Mall. So once you pass the Summit, you get to this gritty looking shady area. And there's this dingy looking store. There's this huge dingy looking laundromat. And next door is this huge dingy looking comic book store. So, you're not about to go into some elaborate comic book, video game, anime place like you would now. You, It almost looks like a place that a drug deal would take place. But, of course, it's a comic book shop or an anime shop. And I found a lot of, you know, Jet Li movies that were not out here in America yet at this shop, at this store. But because... And because they were independent owned, they had to jack up the price so that they could pay all the bills and stuff. Well, not only because they were independent owned. And because they were importing because they were... Super expensive. Well, they were the only ones that had it. So they could... Yeah, what was it? They had the monopoly on the price tag. That's what it was. Because one of my favorite um, series is, I think, that Jet Li ever did was like Once Upon a Time in China or something like that. And then he did some other movies because... But the only movie at the time that was out here that he was in was Lethal Weapon 4. And I was thinking, he's a great martial artist. What other movies is, is he in? And I couldn't find him anywhere. And I went to Empire Comics and this guy had these VHSs written in the Asian um, calligraphy. I love that. The authenticity of it, 50 bucks. And I'm like, as a matter of fact, let's take it farther. So you remember when the very first Mortal Kombat live action movie took the world by storm with this um cutting edge CGI? There was a movie way better than that that was done overseas called Storm Riders. And if you combine Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur together, you had that movie Storm Riders. I never heard of that. I've never done that. And that was the movie overseas that was competing with Mortal Kombat. And Stormwaters blew Mortal Kombat out the water. But that movie was 50, 60 bucks. Finally, I went back. That's the price of video games nowadays. Well, finally, I went back and bought Stormwaters. And I watched it. And Changed now life. I see why it was better than the first Mortal Kombat. I hate to put it out there like that. I love Mortal well, Kombat. That's because Mortal Kombat was American made. Well, I'm wearing a t-shirt of Mortal Kombat now. And the graphics were great. They were cutting edge for that first movie. Yeah, nowadays if, you, storm. <laughs> nowadays, if you watch it on like an Ultra HD or a 4K TV, boy, Mortal Kombat does not uphold. Ooh, it does not hold up to the time. But Stormwriter still does because Stormwriter's But you know what does? Graphics, on a random, on a random uh, side note, I'm sorry. The, the best movie that still holds up the time with CGI and everything that was done with it. And it, they didn't really have a lot of CGI, honestly. Is uh, and I think these came out at right around the same time period. Was you had Mortal Kombat, and the other movie that took the world by storm was Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park came out in 94, 95, I believe, 93, early 90s. I know it was not the back half, and then Mortal Kombat was not too far either, like right there behind it or the same time with it. But Jurassic Park, you can go back and rewatch that movie, and it still looks like a movie that could have been made today. Well, Storm Riders is still, I know I said it has fantasy and a lot of um, CGI in it, but it was still realistic to a degree to where it had CGI when it made sense. Right, right. So it didn't have a whole lot of CGI. But now the fight scenes and Crouching Tiger has to give respect to Storm Riders because these people were flying, not over houses, over mountains at this point. Oh, that sounds like Bollywood movies now. Have you ever seen the uh, like a Bollywood clip? 
dude just like step like just he doesn't run he doesn't push off he just steps like he's literally walking and then he just like shoots all the way across this city that's all he does he's just walking well i am the culture of india does interest me so i've seen a lot of bollywood films so in my perspective though i didn't have the luxury of being able to go to uh be out uh to be able to go to like empire comics or um sunokos is that what you called it Suncoast. 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 Sorry. Like Sun Coast? Yeah, Sun Coast. Sorry. It sounds like you're saying Sunco. So I was like, make. I wanted to make sure I was right. So shout out to Suncoast if you're Suncoast if you're still in business. Um, and Empire Comics too. I don't think neither one are. <laughs> but I didn't have that luxury because so for me growing up, I grew up in the boonies. No matter what anybody says, I grew up in the boonies. Nearest place to so for us to go grocery shopping for perspective, we had to drive thirty minutes away. So we has 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. That 30 minutes is we're going to Walmart. We're going to spend two, three hours shopping real quick, buying all the groceries we need, and then we're going home. So all I had was that little selection over there and whatever Walmart had because there was no Target. There was no other stuff. It was Walmart. That's, it. That's all you got. Well, I guess in that aspect, I had it easier than you because um, when I went at the... Um... Now, I had it more easily accessible on TV, right. but that was only Monday through Friday, and then eventually that got taken away and it was just Saturday. But and then for me, the nearest place where I could have had the opportunity to buy stuff like anime comics, uh, manga and everything was that was an hour away. That's a whole trip. That's a whole day for us, like to go an hour out. Like we would have to drive all the way out and uh, we go and because there was a books a million there. And that's the only place we could go. Like you had books a million and then you had the big mall. So we would go to and but we had to make a day of it because we weren't just going to go drive make a two-hour round trip to out here just to buy like one little book or something but so like i didn't have that luxury now also as a kid i didn't know that anime came from manga i thought it was like bugs bunny and all them when that coming up like i thought it was just someone created it here in america i never knew it came from japan until i was probably 13 14 15 years old like like that's when i was like oh wait a minute this is not American made. Well, I do American have- voices, but again, I didn't have that. It wasn't so much as a luxury, and it's probably better if I didn't find out earlier on. Uh, I was already picked on enough in high and like growing up too, but sometimes I asked for it, sometimes I didn't. But I didn't have the, I wouldn't even call it a luxury. I didn't have the opportunity, is a better word to say, to go out and like buy this stuff for myself. Now, as an adult, nobody can stop me, but. Growing up as a kid, I had someone that stopped me all the time, and so I'm just like, do I really need that? If it's something I really want, I get it. Well, I have some years on you, so this is the thing where, um, you know, like I said, Suncoast was the store, and I didn't even have a car back then, so you know, I was being dropped off by my folks at work. Now, once they dropped me off at work, they had eight or nine hours that they had to pick me up, and of course, I would get a break. And on that break, the store I would go to, Suncoast, was just right up this um, escalator in the mall. So all I had to do was just cut a left, go up that escalator, buy what I wanted to buy, and put what I bought in my backpack. They also sold an expensive anime magazine called um, An America. And that magazine was about 15 to 20-something bucks. And I would put that in my backpack. But then my folks started figuring out, you know, where's your money going and everything else like this, too. And they figured... You know, I was going and buying this stuff. All my money went to video games. Mine went to video games, too. But, um... Uh, uh, enough about us. Uh, our listeners will definitely learn more about us grow from our, our experience growing up. I think we bored them enough at this point. We've talked plenty enough about how it was growing up with ourselves and whatnot. And, like, how each of our experiences and how we got into it. Um... For if you haven't already figured it out, and there will we'll put this in the uh, if it's not yet, I'll make sure it's in the description. So this is going to be a mature listening audience, uh, definitely. Um, you've already heard us probably slip here and there a couple of times. Um, we're not going to go too crazy with it, but don't expect any beeping outs. Like if you've got kids nearby, I definitely recommend not having them listen. Um, we will try to make sure, or I will try, especially like if I'm going to get into a rant and I know I'm going to slip a few times, I'll make sure to let you know, be like, all right, parents, if you've got a kid in the room, now's the time for them to leave. Exactly. So again, I'll make sure that's in the description though. Like I couldn't find the button to figure out how to make it mature audience anyway. So parents, if you hear this, I know I should have put this at the beginning, but since we've been pretty uh, clean at this point to this point, I thought I'd go ahead and throw that in there. But 
we knew we wanted to talk about, like, we wanted to introduce ourselves. We wanted to introduce how we got into, like, anime and nerd stuff um, in general. Obviously, we talked a lot about anime. We're not going to only just talk about anime, but because we've done a lot of talking about it, because that's kind of, there's always, it's a, it's essentially our gateway drug, because we both love Marvel movies. We both love video games. Um, I'm not sure how you are on manga. I love reading manga and light novels and the manga and was cool, but I mean, I prefer to watch it. Manga got expensive for me, so yeah. And manga's still expensive. I was just in Barnes and Noble today. Still expensive. It may be eight bucks a book, but that's still expensive. No, go to Second and Charles. Yeah, I probably should, but that's a bunch of return stuff too. And I'm real finicky about how my books are, so like, I don't know. If, I, I, if I'm gonna do that, I'm not picky. Good one dollar manga. I'm good. Well, anyway, so we came up with the topic, though, that we were like, all right, what's a what's the best topic we could come up with for our first show outside of introducing ourselves and giving, like, our history and background? And together we talked about it. We came up with several ideas, and the idea we both kind of landed on that was, like, be the best thing is, like, what are our top two or three most overrated animes? And so, obviously, we're going to kick this off right into a controversy episode because, we're going to have, like, we don't know each other's views. We don't know what each other picked because I wanted, I told him, because uh, we both work together, I said that I wanted our reactions to be completely genuine when we heard each other's. So, um, I don't have a number three. I have a number two and a number one. Um, I do have a, I have tropes and stuff that I do not care for specifically, but um, there, I have two in my mind and I will say this 100%. I've seen all of them 100% through from start to finish. So I'm going to be a little biased on number two. But uh, so since you don't have a number three, I guess I'll start. Yeah, if you don't mind start with your number three, I would appreciate it. So we, again, listeners, we don't know each other's t- uh, most overrated. I don't know what he's about to say. So whatever comes out of my mouth, parents, this is your warning for the kids to potentially leave. So being number three and number three is not my top most overrated, but is there is any mecha anime to be honest with you the reason being is because now hold up a minute now there's some pretty damn good mecha anime now so let me explain first off mobile suit gundam wing is like peak mecha okay gundam wing okay gundam wing is good um if you've ever seen ghost in the shell that's a good one there was a movie back in the day called Listeners, Marvel don't judge Plus. Me. I have not, so do not judge me for that. But I, it is on the list to watch. I have a lot of, on the list to watch. Ghost in the Shell, that is. So, you in Macross Plus, and um, of course, then you got Bubblegum Crisis, which is back in my day. But that's like a female mecha. It was very popular back in my day. Then they remade it in the early 2000s. The 9-9 and the 2000s. What's another one? To be honest with you, let me just put it here, and I'm probably about to say something crazy. All right, so which, which so mecha... Gundam- Gundam Wing. I was going to say, what mecha anime real or like, what mecha anime, so to speak, like really turned you off from them, so to speak? It's or not why, that or why I'm do turned, you think they're so overrated? Because I'm not turned off from them. It's just, after watching Gundam <coughs> Wing, which is a great show. Gundam Wing is a great show. But if you watch Gundam Wing and I never had to watch another mecha anime again, I'm fine because every other mecha anime I've watched after that, I have not seen a difference. You know what? I can I feel that. Then there's a few. So there's words, a couple I've seen that I would be like, you know what, this is good, but it doesn't hold up to. Because I feel like the two mecha anime that everybody hold on a pedestal, you either hold one or the other or both. So it's one of those things. Gundam Wing and uh, I'm about to butcher this name, Neon Genesis Evangelion or something. I, see, see, those see, are the two everybody holds up to that they, pedestal, but. You've seen one. You've seen them all is what I'm trying to say at this point. So if I watch Gundam Wing... Now hold up. Darling in the Franks, bro. Darling in the Franks was an amazing take on the mecha After anime. watching Gundam Wing, I don't feel the need to go watch Evangelion, I guess is what it's called. Because I've never Neon seen Genesis it. Neon Genesis of Evangelion. I'm butchering the name. Let's I butcher. know him. I'm we sorry. Just don't, don't, don't kill me, listeners. I've, I know that's a very popular anime. I know it's very... Some consider it one of the best animes, if not the best anime created. But... I saw Gundam Wing. I thoroughly enjoy Gundam Wing, but I don't have a really need to watch anything else. Bro, I, I had a model kit of the uh, the of the the main Gundam, the Wing Gundam. No bullshit. I really had an I had a model kit of it. The model kit could transform like the Gundam to the pl- to the uh, the plane. I don't remember what happened to it, but I'm so devastated I cannot find it. And I, now that I have adult money, I think I'm going to end up going and buying another one. Now, hold up. There's a mecha anime that I'm going to age myself on. Do you remember Zoids? 
It sounds familiar. That's the one where it was the human pilots, obviously, and the uh they piloted animal mechas. All right, but then, like I said, you see one, you sent them all. So no, because they were fine. They were fine. Okay, uh, that's Voltron. telling my age. That's super old. Yes, I'm telling my age. But Voltron did that. Voltron's been redone so many times too. Right, but like I said, you, you know see what? one. That would be a good one. That, that could be a good one to live action, actually. Oh no, don't do it. We won't get into that though. But that's one that could definitely be done because because with the way everything is now, Voltron has has the perfect chance to be a good live action. You know they did but a Gundam dude, Wing live action, right? And it didn't work out years ago. But that was years ago. And now after all the other controversies we've had, everybody's got an opportunity where they can fix it. To try to find that Gundam Wing movie is going to be like trying to find a needle in a haystack. They used to they, sell it at the video game They tried to erase it from existence. In the back. Yeah, from existence. Alright, so gun mecha anime in general. Um, how about you do your number two? And then I'm going to do my number two. So to because be I feel biased. like I feel like one of our the last four we're gonna name. I feel like we are going to connect on one of them, and I want to see. Um, so, so what is your number two? This is not my main number two, but I, I'm going to talk about two animes. The only reason I was gonna say One Piece that I was kind of being biased on that is I looked at the art. I'm an artist too, so the art to me, I mean One Piece. I looked at the art, and yes, I'm judging the book by its cover. I've seen it before. So I could probably tell you the story and everything just about One Piece. Everybody swears by it. But just looking at it, I'm just kind of like, uh, I have no desire to watch it. Y'all can't see, but I am wearing a One Piece shirt with a Luffy on it right now. Uh, literally, I am wearing that shirt now, as we speak. And I am an avid One Piece fan. And so it's it's I'm hurting right now to like say stuff. But so, I understand why a lot of people don't like One Piece. Now, to get on what I truly feel is very overrated, and a lot of my college friends will probably attack me for this, um, Inuyasha. So, I'm into the samurai, yokai, demon you know what? slaying that anime. My, that could have been my number three, but I, I didn't do it. Well, I'm into the yokai, samurai, demon slaying right, type of right, thing. Right, right, right. Inuyasha had, number one, one of the most annoying, loudest openings I've ever heard. Number two, it just seems to never end, and so you're repeating the same thing I over. Watched- and over. I watched the first 10 episodes and over of again. Inuyasha. And so my rule of thumb for when I watch any new show whatsoever is for anime or 20-minute, 30-minute episodes, whatever you want to call them, I give them three episodes. Because three ep- you can't really judge a show off of its first episode. Really, it's second either. I'm not- the third one is when you can really get a good feel of like, all right, am I going to commit to this, this entire show? And I watched 10 episodes of Inuyasha. I actually went past my limit. Because I was like, I, I had seen one random episode in the middle and I had met a bunch of characters. And I was like, all right, I need to meet all these other characters and see how they come in. Because I don't know what her name is. I think her the main character's name is Kagome. Kagome, yeah. Bro, I couldn't stand that bitch. I hated her. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is the dumbest girl I've ever seen. And like, we are stuck with Sakura. Like, we have Sakura from Naruto. And this, and this girl, like, might be worse than her. Inuyasha, it was like, I gave it a chance. Season one, and then the first movie, which was good. But then season two, <coughs> we're talking about the same thing. The second movie, same thing. Third movie, same thing. Season three, at this point, I'm like, you know what? It just, it's just, I'm, I'm done. So, I'm moving on. Now, I'm going to defend One Piece really quickly. Go ahead. I have to ask a question. Have you watched? What? How much of it have you watched? That's why I said I was being biased. So, I think I tried to watch a few minutes of it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. So, one Piece, and if you somehow are living under a rock and have never heard of One Piece, God have mercy on your soul somehow, because I don't know how you wouldn't have. One Piece is not the current longest running anime. I believe Case Closed and another one both still have it beat. But One Piece is, I, it might be the longest shonen running anime, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's 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 over a thousand episodes, over a thousand chapters. It's got over a hundred volumes. It's a long running anime. The author never intended for it to go this long. He actually put out an article the other uh, couple months back saying that everything that we have watched, witnessed, read, what have you, that all has been the prequel to the series of what he originally was going to publish for One Piece. So where we are in the story now. is where One Piece was originally supposed to start. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. And like I said, I was being very biased about One Piece because I didn't really watch it. So, um, 
To me, I feel like back then, you know how you ever seen like maybe a t-shirt or a book or something based on an anime and the art would look very tight. But then when you actually watch the show, you realize the art was not necessarily all that. Like your shirt is very, um, now the art, your shirt, I will say this. Your art on your shirt is great. So this is what the, the this is what the art, the animation looks like now. Okay. So animation from One Piece takes a hard, hard shift. It takes a hard shift between uh, when it hits its halfway point, essentially, in the story, so to speak, at the, like, 600th episode mark or something like that. So it takes a hard shift, like, hard turn and goes into a much better animation. And it's, it's only gotten better, actually. Um, anyways, so let's, we've been talking for a while. Let's wrap this up a little bit. So my number two, and y'all can go on and hate me, it is Naruto. It is always going to be Naruto. Not number because, two or number one? That is my number two. So okay. my number one is still out there. My number two is Naruto. Okay. All things Naruto and Boruto included. Because what I believe is, I, I get it. I've, I, now I, I have watched every episode of Naruto. I have not watched Boruto because I watched literally every episode of Naruto and Shippuden and every filler episode. I mean, I watched them straight. I did not, wa I did not skip a singular episode. I think it's overrated. I think that it does not, I, I think, I just think it was too much. I think like, now did I enjoy the show when I watched it? Yes, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the ending. I enjoy a lot of action. I enjoy a lot of fighting. That is, that is like right up my alley. But I also enjoy like cohesiveness to the story of like, all right, at the back end of it, when they were ending off, like they got into this like great ninja war and then it just kept building like, well, you had the big bad guy. Well, then we introduced another big bad guy all of a sudden. And then we introduced a third and a fourth big bad. And it's like, all right, bro, just end it. Cause you, you went in the same arc, you introduced not one, not two, not three, four villains. And then you power had to power scale to each villain. Like your power scale went so off the wall. It made no sense. But with Naruto, I, I again, I've watched it. Uh, I'll be uh, listeners. I'll be up front with you. If something pops up on the show, or if somebody brings up some a topic, and I don't know anything about it, I'm not going to give you an opinion on it because, in my mind, and I hope in everyone else's, if I've not watched it, if you've not watched it, I don't think you have a valid opinion on it. You can't just go off of what TikTok or the internet or Facebook or anybody says because if you've not taken the time to sit down and watch it or read it or anything, then I don't think your opinion really has any weight to it. You can still, you can think what you want of it, but right. your opinion has no weight. And me being able to say I've watched all, I think, I think Naruto's right at 900 some odd episodes. If you add like all like 900, I think, yeah, oh, I'm done. No, no, no. Shippuden is like seven. If I'm not mistaken, Naruto is like two, two fifty. I can't remember exactly. So they're right at the thousand mark themselves. I can't quite remember. Again, I'm, I'm not sure, but I've watched every episode. I just think it was overrated in a lot of things. Like, here's my biggest beef with it is the first 10 minutes. If that, there is already a, uh, it's not a plot twist. What's the word called? Uh, when you like, um, it's when you have to reset something in it. Like you said something, but then you had, then you say something else and it retcon. They retcon the first episode because they say he failed. They talk about how he failed the pat the exam the the I guess the graduation exam three consecutive times like bro if he failed three consecutive times to graduate with the same test shouldn't he be like thir like thirteen or fourteen or fifteen at the start of this at the start of this show when everybody else is twelve bro you fail three times you should be three years older right how young did you start and also like it made no sense how no one like Nar there's a lot of plot holes in Naruto that's what it is plot hole. Naruto just has a lot more plot holes. And yes, One Piece does have its plot holes. One Piece does has its fillers. But you know what with One Piece does is One Piece did something that the creators of One Piece or the animators of One Piece and the animators of Naruto did two totally different things. When Naruto was coming out, they didn't ask the author for opinions on their fillers. They just did them. And sometimes they did. One Piece, every filler episode is something that the author for One Piece wanted Oda Ichiro is the name Ichiro what he wanted to do but he was like you know what I don't want my story to drag out too long irony right it's stuff he was like I would love to use this but I don't have a reason to and One Piece's fillers flow seamlessly most of the time through the episodes and there's a lot of good fillers in actually in, in One Piece I'm not advocating for anybody to watch it look it is a commitment it's a thousand plus episodes I've been watching it since day one yes I have been down since day one with One Piece.
So, yeah, that's my beef with Naruto. I honestly, again, I've watched it, so I can have this beef with it. And it's not because I'm a One Piece fan. It's really just, like, I like plot continuity. I like for they're not... The less plot holes, the more I'm going to like the show and the, and the story. But that's just my whole beef with it. So, how about this? We say both of our... And now it's time for our number one. So, instead of, like, going one and one, why don't we say our number ones together? That way, and that we can figure out, like... And then we can both have a reaction because I think my number one is probably going to shock a lot of people. And it's actually one of my favorite ones. There's an aspect to it, and I'll get into it in a minute. So on count of three, so one, two, three, and then we say it. Okay. I'll, we'll, I'll say we say which one's our number one. So one, two, three, Dragon Pokemon. Ball Z. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you you want to go first or me? I got to go first on this one. Dragon Ball, really? Hell no, that was the only anime no, that no, 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 no. Hold sees. up, hold up, hold up. I said Dragon Ball Z. There is a reason why. I Now, I've seen every episode of Dragon oh, Ball. Oh, wow. Hold on. I've seen every episode of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Z Kai, Dragon Ball Super. Oh, wow. All right. Let me take a sip of my drink on this one. Yes, yes, you might need a drink. What the hell? All right. So here's my beef. My whole beef with Dragon Ball Z anything, it is for one thing and one thing only. Can he be Goku? 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 That's all anyone ever has to ask. We are to the point now where, I don't know if you've seen them on YouTube, the death match or death battles, they have done not one, but two. They might have done a third at this point. They have done Goku versus Superman. And they literally do all of the math. If you have not watched them, Go look them up on YouTube. They call it, I think, Death Battle. Goku versus... Look, just type in Goku versus oh Superman, Superman Death Battle. You will find it. I promise. I am I am very avid on this one. But, bro, even after they did all the math, and it says, and it blatantly tells you that Superman b- beats Goku as his highest peak form at the end of Dragon Ball Z. And then they went back and did when I think they added Blue, or Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue, Whatever. Superman still beats him, and people are still like, yeah, no, nah, that's not right. Goku's stronger. Goku always be better. Goku's stronger. No, Goku, look. And then, God, what they did to Goku in Dragon Ball Super, making him so damn stupid. I will never forget the clip. It is literally, there is a segment in Dragon Ball Super where they have Goku literally look at Vegeta and be like, where'd this kid come from? And Vegeta straight looks at Goku like, you cannot be fucking serious, bro. All right. Dragon Ball, look, I have watched it. I loved it growing up. It was one of the reasons I got into anime. I loved Dragon Ball. Loved Super. Didn't care for GT too much. I thought Super Saiyan 4, Goku and Vegeta was cool as shit. That's about the extent of it. Didn't care for all the storylines, though. Actually, I did like the uh, the Dark Dragon Ball, uh, Dark Dragon storyline, though. Uh, Goku and, uh, Black? No, no, no. The Dark Dragon, uh, like when the Dragon Balls, like, produced all them evil dragons. Oh, I yeah. did really like that storyline in GT. I thought that was actually, like, one of the coolest things. I wish Super would have took that, and it would have been canon. I would agree with you with DT. I mean, GT? GT. You said TJ. said <laughs> GT. I don't know what you said, but it wasn't GT. I'm going to leave it in there so you can listen. It was not GT, though. Well, uh, that's the Hennessy talking. That probably. Look, I love Goku. I'm so sick of people always being like, can he be Goku? Can he be Goku? Can he be Goku? So I guess with me... Um, now, Pokemon, Pokemon is definitely valid, bro. I can understand Pokemon. So <laughs> you, you don't need much here, of an explanation. Here's my argument with Dragon Ball and why that shocked the hell out of me. Because, well, for one thing, growing up, I did watch a lot of... Um, even the cartoons that were done over here in America... When the fight scenes came into play, it was punch, kick, sweep, throw. And I was satisfied with that. But then I watched the episode of Dragon Ball when Goku fought his brother. What was his name? It starts uh, with Raditz. Yeah. That fight scene was lightning fast. I see moves that I would only see in a live action scene. See, right? I loved that. I loved the fighting scene. I never seen what, a fight scene like what that in I anime. Hated. It takes 22, 22 minute episodes for Goku to and for them five minutes to expire. That is ridiculous. Now, they did fix it a little bit more in the Cell Saga and the Boo Saga. But, bruh, it took forever. It actually takes him three episodes to go Super Saiyan for the first time. That is ridiculous. So, after I got into Dragon Ball, I had to wait six years. Six years to see Goku turn Super Saiyan because that's what everybody was waiting on. So, as a matter of fact, 
where I went to college, the day Goku turned Super Saiyan, everybody. Oh, everybody knows where they were that day. It's like. Well, see, on it, campus, everybody skipped class that day. To go now, watch Goku turn Super Saiyan. Now, this is going to be of a later episode to when we do black folks in anime. I'm not going to get too deep into that. But I went to a historically black university. And so most people didn't know the other animes and things I was talking about. But everybody knew on that campus what Dragon Ball was. So at 4 o'clock that evening, everybody, everybody was, in front was of, piled up somewhere watching In Goku. front of a TV. Even the professor was asking what was going on. Was there an event or something? Because I heard across campus, nobody showed up to class. And I was like, Goku turned Super Saiyan. So, Should have had class really at 4 o'clock anyways. That would have been more like a lab, if anything. <laughs> One, or one of them night classes starting. But, bruh, I remember I remember me and my brother watching it when he went Super Saiyan the first time. Did I try to go Super Saiyan? Oh, I still do to this day. Absolutely. Like, even when I get out the shower, I'll, like, put my hair up and be like, yep, I can pull it off. So if you dye your hair blonde, I'm going to never let you live it down. I will never dye my hair blonde. I refuse to dye my hair. So you won't ever get that opportunity. So I'm not going to get too deep into Pokemon. The thing about but I yeah, like Dragon about- Ball Z, that is my... It's really the Dragon Ball universe because I just... The can he beat Goku crowd will never die. Now, I will say this about the video games. My brother and I have a joke about it. Oh, I love Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I have both of them. Okay. So when I was in college, I like Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z, but I felt like they should have made that when I was in college. Because in college, they made all these Dragon Ball games. Budokai, and at one point, Budokai, Tenji, Tenkaichi, Budokai, Tenkaichi, Titty Man. I don't know. It's a, it's a bunch. Well, that's why my brother and I have this joke of Dragon Ball Z, this Dragon Ball Z, that Dragon Ball Badonka Don't. Yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Badonka <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Badonka <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but bro, it, it's really just the crowd more than anything. And it's kind of the same with Naruto too. Like TikTok is a great source of like learning information and stuff too. But like, bro, the the Gen Zers that are just like, Naruto's so much better. Boruto's great. Like, bro, it ain't that good. I don't know what you're looking at. I don't know what you're seeing, but it ain't, it, it ain't that, it ain't top tier. Now I'm not saying One Piece is top tier in terms of world building. One Piece is uh, at the top. You ain't going to beat world building. So let me go ahead and say this, and I'm going to get too deep into it. But yeah, what's your po- beef with Pokemon? I want to hear this. So I mean, I get it, but I want to hear it. So by the time Pokemon came into play, all of a sudden, anime is now accepted. It's coming over here to America. I was excited to hear that an anime is coming over here to America. And when I saw Pokemon, okay, so I'm, you know me, I'm spoiled and everything. Right. So the art looks kiddish already. I'm like, okay, what the hell? It's artless kiddish, but it's anime. I appreciate they're bringing this over to America, so let's watch it. I think I went to some, um, I don't know if I bought the first VHS, if I went to McDonald's or something, and it came free with um, a meal that I bought. But um, yeah, we had those back in the day. So I popped in the anime to Pokemon, and it was just like, okay, this is okay or whatever but if we're going to introduce anime to america this that's is the, the shit that's the way use? you had to do it though because it was a kid's show you had to introduce it that way i mean i'll be honest with you you could have introduced dragon ball you could have introduced inuyasha and naruto which i think are um well aside from dragon ball i'm still shocked about that one out of your mouth but okay inuyasha i've watched every episode inuyasha and naruto that could have been a starter up hell naruto could have been a starter up for anime but what i get i get pokemon Naruto, you couldn't. You want to know why Naruto wouldn't have been a good one to start? Why not? Because the first episode, the very first episode, Naruto gets saved by one of his senseis, and he gets one of the massive shurikens square in the middle of his back, and all you see is the blood on him, and parents weren't going to let that fly. No parents weren't going to let the, let that fly. My thing also with Pokemon, too, is it should have ended way back when, but now it's become this cult. The year that Pokemon Go came out, where we work, people were down in a certain department that I will not name on their phones trying to catch Pokemon. I'm like, are you serious right now? Bro, I still play Pokemon. I've played every Pokemon game since it came out. You get straight facial expression. I have played every single Pokemon game. All right, let me excuse so, me. I have played every generation Pokemon game. I have not played like Legends of Arceus or Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. Not those. I've played the red, blue, uh, red, blue, yellow era, 
silver and crystal, ruby, sapphire, emerald. What did I say? Silver and crystal. I definitely meant to say gold there too. Uh, what was after that? Uh, black and white? No, 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 not black and white. Diamond and pearl. Played diamond and pearl. Uh, I don't remember what per what diamond and pearls third was. I played uh black and white because that was the next one. And then I've played X and Y. I played Sun and Moon. I played Sword and Shield, and I have. I have uh, Scarlet out of Scarlet and Violet. So let me and I've played the remakes of Leaf Green, Fire Red, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver, Alpha Sapphire, and Omega Ruby. I actually have not played Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl. I have not played those yet. That's the only remake I have not played. You see the confused slash shocked look on my face? I do. And a you, look. you are not a Pokemon connoisseur. Look, I no, love no. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pokemon. <laughs> I will tell you this. The anime, though, bro, I hated Ash. I really and truly hated Ash Ketchum because, dude, like, the whole song, that intro goes way harder than it should have. And it's all about, I want to be the very best. He was never the very best at all. He lost so much. And I was like, you know what? He's going to lose a lot during the show, and he's going to win the championship. Now, I will he say gonna, this. He's going to win the tournament. And then his Charizard just lays down. And I was like, this. This is how he loses. He loses because his Charizard just lays down. Bro, that don't even, that means you ain't even a good trainer. Your Pokemon, like you had eight badges. Your Pokemon should have listened to you. Now, I will say this. The first Pokemon animated movie was good. No, not the first one. The second no, one no, was no, good. No, 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 the first one was good. The you second was right. one was good. The first one and the second one was both of those were really good. And the then Lugia, the live action Pokemon was actually decent. Uh, let's uh, let's go, uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that was I thought decent. they did an amazing job. Yeah, that was decent. They did an amazing job bringing Pokemon to life because that's how every Pokemon should have looked, and that's how that like that's how I've always pictured them. I loved the the in the movie they had a uh, we're getting way off topic here, but I loved how in the movie they had a Snorlax, a literal Snorlax, asleep in the middle of a crosswalk on a road, and it's like, bro, that's from the video game i love that shit that now, was great one thing i will say about dragon ball that was kind of did you piggybacking off what you said about ash and his charge on just laying down you talking about all the dust and it taking 30 minutes for it to clear in dragon ball z yes i hated that no i'm not talking about that dragon ball hater anyway with that being said there was one episode where the spirit bomb always took four episodes but it always worked but now and, but it didn't work on frieza no it did work on frieza it didn't work on broly because remember we got four episodes. Hold on, wait. Which Broly? Like, which movie are we talking about now? Well, you know Broly's that motherfucker. Well, obviously. So, in that episode when they did the spirit bomb. Well, there wasn't an episode. It'd been a movie. Broly's not canon. Yeah. Not, they, or, no, now he is because of Super. But, he but did, they did a movie, and when they did the spirit bomb, Broly just <laughs> knocked it out the way with no effort. I'm yeah, like, see, that was a, no, he shouldn't have been able to do that. So, I, I, Broly, I hate Broly because, like... I like Broly, though. I'm sorry. If Broly is going to be able to smack a spirit bomb out of the way, then Goku and everyone should be dead. Well, that's... Because the only thing that kept them alive was plot armor. Well, if you understand Broly's character, his true character, remember, Vegeta's father thought that Vegeta was going to be the one. And Goku and his family were low-ranking Saiyans, so they were not even on the radar. No, Bardock was the first Super Saiyan. Right, but still, Broly... Because he got, you know, teleported back in time, apparently. Nobody knew Broly because there was a lot of jealousy there, especially with Vegeta's father. That's why Broly and his father were exiled. Right. And then Goku was, or excuse me, Kakarot in this case, was sent off to Earth to prepare it for uh, invasion, potentially. Yeah, but see, Kakarot and his family, they were low-ranking Saiyans. Yeah, but Bardock's still my dude. Right. But they were not even on radar at this point. Raditz can kick rocks. Well, other than that, though, I believe that's uh, a good way to stop the show. I believe that was a great first episode. Again, for everyone listening, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week with a new episode. We haven't fully decided, I guess, on a day we'll try to release them. But whatever day we decide, it'll try to be the same day every week. Um, but other than that, thanks for listening. I am Lane. And I'm Anthony. And this has been Nerdacy.